me up some. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. I study millionaires cause I was born a visionary. You still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper I've been Chase the greatness. I'm stacking now and balling later. In the conversation, we strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments, and sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings. Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state. I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate. Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier gonna talk about it. No, Deanna speak. That shit that everybody vouching Ain't no more excuses valid Get up off the couch and get up in your bag To your bank account and you then account it What's up everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Millionaire Mindsets Podcast I'm your host Xavier, got my co-host D with me Hey everybody, how y'all doing? And today we got another a special, special, special episode for y'all. If y'all, if you, if you a true fan of the Millionaire Mindset podcast, if you've been rocking with us from day one, you know who this person is. You know the episode we had him on twice. This would be the third time today, and you know uh, the the first time we had him on it was a classic episode, and so was the second one. And I talk about uh, a hustler's motivation, and he go by the name of Hugo. Y'all know who he is. For those who don't know. Y'all better get familiar, because like I said, he 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 a uh, constant millionaire mindset guest. We all ha- always have him come on giving out game and jewels. So we brought him back today, because when he had him on, and like, damn, they're a year and a half. I ain't think about it. I'm like, yeah, we got to get Hugo back on, man. Give get, get talk, talk that talk. So we got him on. So welcome to the show, bro. Appreciate y'all. You know, I definitely appreciate y'all, man. Stack season in the building. Stack the season. Third time in a row. <laughs> two years total time. Yeah. Hey, you! I was telling D, I'm like, hey, Hugo, the um, this third time, he he the most he the most uh consistent guest we ever had. Ain't nobody been on three times. Mm-hmm. The first person. So I'm like, yeah, we 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 definitely um this this gonna be this gonna be one for the books. But before we get started, for those who y'all that's listening, we greatly appreciate it if y'all uh comment, subscribe, and rate our channel. Everybody, if y'all could do that, we would greatly greatly appreciate that. But getting right to the show, like getting right into it, man. So Hugo, last time we spoke, 2019, you know, it was before COVID, before all the craziness, the mayhem that's going on in the world. So, but so what's been up with you? What's going on on your end? I've been doing a lot of pivoting. Like COVID actually kind of put my back against the wall and it made me mm. get take investing a lot more seriously. Past having a cash position, you know, cash is a position, but COVID made me realize that your cash position can get eaten up very fast once the volatility comes in with COVID and stuff like that. So back against the wall, you know, I'm a hustler. So at the end of the day, I can take anything seriously that I do. I started to take the stocks and the options and just chart reading and everything a lot more seriously than I had the first two times I came on here. Like at first I was just throwing money at the wall, hoping it stick, you know what I'm saying? And if it take a little dip, I get out and try to find something else. But now I've been taking it a lot more seriously and I've been getting a lot more gains. I've been leveraging my network a lot more, doing things I'm saying I'm going to do more instead of just 
talking about it and eventually kind of transitioning in once my back is, is against the wall. Like sometimes my back has to be against the wall to actually perform past my current capabilities, you know? Yeah, I feel that. I feel like that's mm-hmm. how a lot of people, man, like when you put your back against the wall, it's like, it's like put up a shut up. What you gonna do? Like, you gonna make it happen or you gonna fold? Cause before 20, you know, not before COVID, man, just to be in on the shit was really sweet, man. Shit was going, it was so easy. It was so easy to make money. Everything was on the up and up. But when COVID hit, it was like, a lot of people was like, oh, they were stuck. You know what I'm saying? They didn't expect those right. tough times. <laughs> they didn't expect those tough times to come for real. So they, they and, and, and they came and they came hard for a lot of people, man. So a lot of people wasn't able to, to easily transition like that for real. And oh, like it was a, like we didn't know, like even when we was talking about like on the first time uh, on Million and Mindset, we was like, something can might can happen that can eat at your stash real fast. And that's why we was focused on having an emergency stash because you never know, like three months without income can actually happen. And it did happen. It happened within two years of even having that conversation. We didn't know nothing about no virus, no nothing. We just knew that we had to be prepared. And even just having a cash position, like that's not big enough. Like you have to have investments. You have to have tangible assets because cash can get eaten up so fast, especially within time's period of going over. Like two years ago, we had our first conversation. So it was like, yeah, I was up and everything or whatever, but I didn't invest hard enough to maintain it. Like I just wanted to kind of hoard cash and put a little bit to the side in investments. And that is not the way. Like if you have cash and you're listening to this message right now, like, definitely try to invest more like at the end of the day because you'll consume that cash whether it's for necessities or whether it's to enjoy your life like you definitely need to have far more assets than you have cash like that can't be your main position at all mm, that's a fact bro but what, like what um so like i want to ask you this so what helped you with that transition because i know i still talk to a lot of people where they might have cash, but they struggle actually, you know what I'm saying, clicking in their mind saying, let me invest this, let me buy some stocks, let me, whatever I need to do, let me put it into something so I could, maybe maybe it'll grow. So what helped your mindset of saying like, fuck it, I'm gonna just do this because I ain't just gonna just be sitting on all this bread. Not making money, like not having earned income, like outside of small passive income, like within the market, I had to realize like, oh no, this is, not working because I'm not able to leverage my cash. So it's like, uh, let me start putting more into these certain stocks. I don't want to give out tickers because I don't want people to start chasing FOMO. But right, yeah, right, right. dropping in, dropping in certain tickers, started doing more due diligence on these equities. And I actually, like one of my homies, he put me onto a ticker and he was telling me like, yeah, this dude is kind of the shit and everything or whatever. And I finally put like $500 into that stock and like, that was in October. That was like right after we kind of spoke and stuff like that. Nah, so that was like a year after because it was October 2020. So I put a little bread in there. Come like a month and a half later, I'm up 20, 30%. And that made me really like, bro, I can get 20, 30% easy like that. And then I just started doing it again and doing it again in different tickers. And I started getting this a little more crypto. You know, we was in crypto last time we spoke and the time before that. But I wasn't holding long enough. Like it started dipping too much for me. It's like, I can leverage this better than crypto was rocking for me. But that made me realize like, nah, I need to have more capital inside the market. And at the end of the day, I just need to have my a small cash position to, to capitalize on 
small market gains or any type of opportunity to knock on my door, but I definitely need to have a certain amount of money into the market and versus consumer spending overall. Like we all stuff with consumerism to some extent, no matter if you got a lot of money or a little bit of money, man, and you have have a higher consuming to investment ratio. Like we can't keep giving our money away faster than we made it, especially earned income, like at all. Cause that person that we're giving it to is gonna be flipping it. That's a fact. That's a fact. And man, that you still you talking some uh Did it cut off? Okay. No, you good, you good, you good. It, uh, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, you, you talking some you talking some real shit right now, bro. Especially I feel like um right now it's very popular to Especially with crypto, man. People see what's going on with Bitcoin, Ethereum, all that, and they like, yo, like I, I, I seen some shit on Facebook that was so crazy. I'm like, man, bro, it's gonna be ugly out here, bro. And like, how I see it with crypto, like, you know, you know, we, 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 all us on here, we fuck with crypto or whatever. But how I see it for y'all, first time investors that may be listening to this podcast, I just want to tell y'all, make sure y'all get educated on that, man. Like, don't just take something with somebody saying it's because it's a lot of people. It's a lot of uneducated people, inexperienced people out here right now that's giving, like, that's trying to give real advice on crypto. And some people even charging for real advice on crypto, telling you what to do, telling you how to make money in crypto. And they just got in it a month, two months ago, not knowing how this shit worked for real. And that's like a recipe for disaster, man. Like, crypto ain't one of those things you play with, bro. Like, that shit, especially if you're messing with with different currencies outside of Bitcoin, the altcoins and stuff. Those things can flop like that. You know what I'm saying? So you listening to people that don't know what they're talking about, taking their advice, losing your bread. It could get ugly out here. So you gotta you, you gotta do your due diligence and do your real own research and find out what's what's real out here and, and, and just go from there, man. Just be just be wise though at who you getting your advice from and what you're listening to, because you could definitely you could fuck up a bag in crypto easily if you don't know what you're doing. You 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 have <laughs> some risk tolerance like definitely don't have paper hands with whatever you're trading or holding just because it goes down like two or four percent like don't just immediately get out and lose money like at the end of the day you got to think about how you would have given that money to target or to the weed man or to walmart for some bullshit you know what i'm saying so it's like you might as well try to hold out and try to if you're doing your due diligence on these equities and all, all these other things like definitely try to Hold on for dear life as long as you can, man. And I don't know how else to say it, but it's just like I know people are getting in on the fear of missing out, and then like once it starts to dip a little bit, or that retracement comes, like everybody wants to get out. Like, no, you should have been thinking about that. That this bubble is about to pop. Like, don't just get in because everybody else is in. Like, if you hear about something and everybody else is already in it, like, bro, they have a better average price than you, bro. You're trying to get in at the almost at the peak. So it's like, bro, you definitely gotta watch and. Just find another play. Like at the end of the day, it's always going to be another play. One of my homies on Twitter Facts. came up with a, 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 a slogan like, at the end of the day, the play don't care who make it in, in the market. Like the market don't even know we black, bro. Like we playing against other institutions and, and hedge funds managers and stuff like that. So when we do win in the market, man, those are the people that either are taking the loss or taking their gains too. Like if we pass off an option and they buy that option and it's still winning, somebody eventually loses and it's one of those either day traders that are prominent or another institution. So at the end of the day, it's not somebody else black that's losing in the market when we win. Yeah, yo, I, I love something you, you said. Like, man, I, I love what you just said, how it's always another play. 
And I know first time, like even myself, like when I first started investing in the stock market, it'll be like, you know, FOMO. You see shit popping off, you like, man. Not realizing, like, yo, you know what I'm saying? Stand pat, like it's gonna be another play. Like this shit don't, this shit ain't no one time thing. A couple months from now, it's gonna be something else. You just need to do your own due diligence, do your research, and stick with what you're doing. Don't try to just jump on shit. Cause sometimes when you get that FOMO, you know how it go. You just jump into something when it's at its peak. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like Bitcoin right now at 40K, I ain't saying it's at its peak. That shit might go to 60 within the next two weeks. I don't know. But right now, this is at an all-time high. And I know people that's right. doing, the, the, they pro, they really can't afford it, but they like, they trying to jump on the wave. Now, what if shit, the shit dropped back to 20? You didn't lost half your bread, a bread that you probably ain't already have. So it's like, you gotta, it, you, you like you just said, it's always going to be another play. You just got to do your due diligence of trying to find it and, and, and stick with it when you do find it. Like, I love that shit. That's, that's super real. Especially for first-time investors, they could definitely take that advice. And that's something to live by. Like, that'll keep you that'll keep you patient. It's always, man, especially in a market, bro, it's always going to be something new. It's always it's always another play. Always another new ticker. Like, it don't even got to be a penny stock. It's just always a new play at the end of the day those companies that we do believe in and we give our disposable income to, they're always around nine times out of 10. So why not go ahead and do a long hold with them, with those type of companies? I'm not saying any names, but it's just like, we all know who we can rock with long-term. So, and most people always have them in their portfolio because they're in index funds and they're in SPY and all these other major companies. So it's like, if they're holding them just like this, you can kind of follow them too. So it's like doing your due diligence on another crazy get money type of entity. You can watch and see what they're buying, what they're holding. And you can kind of not really mimic it, but you can tr- develop a strategy into having a long-term hold just like that. So doing your due diligence is what matters the most. Mm-hmm. And I was going to say like, the, I also agree kind of what you were saying earlier is that it needs to really be like a mentality shift, especially for like new investors, because they look at as well, how can I get into stocks or crypto and get rich quick? But I think it all like I think last year it was definitely like a wake up call that we got to start thinking long game. We can't be focused on these little scammy things and trying to get rich quick. But, you know, like really putting your money to work and thinking long term to like set yourself up for the future. Hey, that's a that's a fact, and I, uh, the reason I like I like bringing Hugo on because I think Hugo, you break it down to a point where people, like I know, like I know certain people from back home that only speak under, not only do they only speak a certain language, they only understand a certain language. So when you got certain people coming in talking to them and trying to get them game, they don't understand it. And what I like about you, Hugo, is you break it down to a point where that a certain demographic they feel that they might be getting money a certain way. But when they hear somebody saying like, "Hey, you could you could bust, you could put this in stocks, you could put this in crypto, and you could you you could come on some bread," certain people like they might not understand it from certain people. Like the you know what I'm saying the terminology they use and the way they saying it, it come off a certain way. Where it's like, man, get your corny ass out of here. But with you, you break it down to a people they accept it and they you know what I'm saying they be like, okay, you go say this this what the move is. Let me look into this. So that's why I love having you on because the information. It's, it's applicable to everybody for real. And that's what we're trying, yeah, trying to get to. Yeah, the yeah, relativity. relativity. Like they be needing that shit. Like if you can't, if you can't teach people in certain formats, like you'll never reach your true target audience. And I know what my true target audience is. We already discussed 
on this multiple times and we with with us being on this uh podcast three times in a row. So it's like, yeah, and that's the that's the demographic I always want to target. I want to change them because I know whether even even if you got a lot of money or a little bit of money, bro, you can build up to something in this market. And me transitioning over into investing in the market and taking it way more seriously than before than just throwing money at it. Like that's something that's making everybody take it way more seriously. Like whether they throwing $10 a day into the market, whether they throwing $5 a day into the market, it's better than giving it away for just marginal enjoyment. You know what I'm saying? We done had enough fun and we need some funds and COVID is really making us focus more on investing over consumerism a lot more. Hey, that's, go ahead, D. No, so like it seems when, especially um, for like a, a lot of younger people when it comes to consumerism, the biggest problem is the discipline. They don't know how to like control it. It's just like, you know, they see it, they got to get it. So for you, like what advice would you get to stay like, to stay down, stay disciplined and, you know, like instead of just how to control yourself when it comes to like those purchases and, you know, putting your money in the stock market instead. That's way like you gotta ask yourself the hard questions. Like, when is the last time I invested this amount of money I'm about to spend, and when is the last time I saved this amount of money I'm about to spend before I go spend this amount of money? And how long is it about to take? How long did it take me to make this amount of money? Did it take me seven days? Did it take me fourteen? Am I in the military? Did it take me twenty-eight days before I finally got paid? And I'm about to spend this money in a day or two, like because if you invested that money and then two months later, like you just have a a super green day on one of your tickers and they're up 20 30 percent and you eventually put a thousand dollars into it over time over those two months because you weren't spending money at target you weren't spending money with the weed man you're on a full cleanse and you see that 20 percent on a thousand dollars and that makes you wonder like bro i just got 250 dollars a day if i cash this out and take my gains and then i put it into another equity at the end of the day i'm still up 250 bucks and that's something that Kind of, I mean, at 250, about 200 bucks, so it's 20%. I'm sorry. But yeah, it makes you realize, like, damn, I could have been doing this a long time ago. And I still <laughs> could have funded my consumerism with my gains. I just got to pay a little bit of taxes on them. But at the end of the day, I'm using money that I, I slayed for, I sweated for, I bled for. Like, I don't I really want to call it blood money on here, but it's like, it's really blood money because it's earned income. And we kind of save it to spend it like and we spent our time and we spent our effort and then sometimes we spend we save up multiple checks over time to go spend money that's not about to make us more money and we don't have no assets like we can't have thousand dollar shoes on five hundred dollar shoes on and our robin hood account or our we bull account or our sticker swimming account has been begging for five hundred dollars for years or the lack thereof of an account because most people don't even have a brokerage account or an investment account so it's like we definitely need to, that's the first step like they're really hard steps in my honest opinion like first you got to make the account then you got to fund the account but then once you fund the account that buying power might sit right there for a little while because you're scared to pull the trigger like even i was scared to pull the trigger on robin hood like i did some options i lost the band but i got into options without reading up on it i was just thinking like bro just because that's one thing about it just because you got some money don't mean you can cut corners and not do the work like don't just start like pulling the trigger on stocks and especially options, like you will lose nine times out of 10. Do not play around with the options just because you got some bread and you do not do your research. Like you definitely need to learn how to read charts and multiple things with options. Like one of my homies put me on to it a lot more 
And that's what made me realize I had to start leveraging my network more and just stop being lazy because this levels to laziness. Like I didn't start watching sports or even like, I won't call gambling a stream of income, but it's like, I'd rather do that than go spend the money on something. You know what I'm saying? Especially if I'm taking safe bets, I'll put, the, put my winnings in crypto and then I'll just let it sit. And once I gain a little bit of money, I might take profits and go buy some silver. So it's like full circle investing instead of just a consumerism thing. You know what I'm saying? So I, I sacrificed the consumerism, started trying to gamble a little bit. Even if I lose, it's like, damn, I took a chance. But at the end of the day, I've been I've been in agreement with that and I just keep I keep my winnings in crypto. It's like a it's like a form of it's like a form of income that I do not touch, especially when I win. Like, so if I lose, I'll use a little bit more income to to reload up my account. But I'm definitely having a, a plan with that type of thing as far as saving it, keeping it in crypto. And at the end of the day, I was watching sports regardless. So I just got into it a lot more. <laughs> All right. Yeah, and so, something that you said that I want you to uh, go into a little bit more. You said it's levels oh. to levels to laziness. Like, what do you mean oh, by that? Yeah, bro. Like, because even if you have money or you don't have money, you lack execution on some level. You can dream about wanting to get into investing, but you might wake up and watch a whole season in a day because you had COVID. You know what I'm saying? You were working from home, or you might not be working. But that's not the even down. You're just like that. I won't even call it agenda, but it's like, it's so easy to do comfortable things than to try to change what's going on in your life. And that's even with me, like I was comfortable. Like I had to have my back against the wall to start like, oh man, let me hit on one of my homies that's doing this option shit, you know what I'm saying? And they ate throughout the whole 2020, you know what I'm saying? Boeing airline puts all these other type of puts, calls, and they ate on both sides of the spectrum of the market going up or down. And it's like, damn bro, you ran up 300,000? this year alone off the market? So you're sitting at home for two hours a day on average and you're making almost $1,000 a day minimum. Like, <laughs> right, I, had to, I had to hit my homie up like, oh no, I need, I need parts of this. Like, and at the end of the day, he helped me out for free because stack season changed his life. So it's like, damn, I could have been did this? Like, wow, <laughs> let me go ahead. Stop, mm-hmm. let me stop being lazy. Like it's, really, it's literally levels to laziness and lack of execution. And the higher your level is, the more margin of error you have for that and so your back is fully against the wall. You know mm. Hey, that's a bar. That's some real shit right there. Because I think a lot of times people, they rather like, like they'll be quick to be intellectually lazy before they do like any hard labor. Like people don't mind getting up and doing hard labor six, seven days a week. But if you tell them, hey, you need to sit down and learn this, it might take you two months. It ain't gonna be no physical labor. You ain't gonna be breaking no sweats. It's just gonna be all mental. They'll be like, ah, man, I ain't, trying, you know what I'm saying? I ain't trying to do that. But it's like, yo, it's gonna be way more, it's gonna be way more rewarding if you just sit down and take the time to learn this, where you could be able to finance a way of getting out that gig with you at UPS or FedEx or something. You working six days a week, you know what I'm saying? Working 10 hour days. Like, yo, if you take your time and, you could you could you could get out that job, you know what I'm saying? But I think, like I said, a lot of times people be intellectually lazy where it's like they don't want to push themselves mentally. They don't mind pushing themselves physically, but mentally it's like, man, fuck that. I ain't doing that. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Hell yeah, yeah. So like like the stuff that you touched on, like you said, level level is levels to laziness. That's that's some real shit. Not even when it comes to investing, like like, I know what helped me. Like, when I first started investing in 2017, I used to always think of that shit as, like, spending money. 
I used to be like, man, I got to put it. But then I had to fix my mindset. And like, yo, this ain't even spending money. This is just a transfer of money. If I got X amount of dollars in my bank account, I throw this into the market. I'm not spending nothing. I'm just transferring money. You know what I'm saying? So I think when people get that in their heads, because it's still a lot of people that look at it that way, like, man, I'm going to have to, this, this stock costs $70 a share. So I'm going to have to spend like, yo, you're not spending. You're transferring money. You, you just transfer it into a brokerage and you invest it. That's all you're doing. I be feeling like they can't, because they can't physically access it immediately. Like say you got $10,000 in the bank account and then you, you put five into the market. But it's like, now you can't just walk to the bank like, hey, when you need some bank, you need <laughs> right. that. And it's like, well, you don't even need it. It's just like having that access to that money, like hands-on, like you literally have to wait at least one to three days even with like most, even with Navy Federal, like that transfer is probably gonna take one to two days on average. So it's like, damn, I gotta wait that long for my money to come back to me. And I can't even control its uh, its volatility in the market. So it's like, that lack of control really bothers people. Like it used to bother me, but I realized that like, nah, like it's overall, like it's just those, it's those short dips that be really hurting people from wanting to get it to the investor. Like mm-hmm. those dips just like, even if it's one or five percent, like on a hundred dollars or what is it, a thousand dollars, ten thousand like it just it hurts you. Like you gotta ease into that. And like like I said, like we said on the first chart, I used to look at Bitcoin like every day, man, because I had so much money into it and it was one of my bigger first investments into crypto. So it's like, man, I'm gonna have to keep looking at this because this is my money. But as time overcame and I started taking it way more seriously had more diverse holders i can't look at all these tickets like i can look at the list and just look at the gains and then look at overall like okay i'm down 500 on this stock but i'm up 800 on tesla i'm up 800 on this other stock so overall i'm up two thousand dollars a day like what friday i had my first like four thousand dollar day in, in the market man and that was a good day like, I ain't gonna lie to you, man. It made me smile. Like, <laughs> that won't, that won't, that won't, uh, the first time I made multiple bands in the market, but like over these past couple of weeks and these past, uh, since November, like it's been a lot of four figure days, man. And even if I lose $500 the next day overall for the week, we up some bands, man. And it's like, damn, bro, I was letting that shit catch, just shit sit in cash. So it's like the average person got to come up with a number that they spent on consumerism for the past one to five years because at the end of the day a long-term hold is between one to five years on average so it's like you gotta realize and come up with a number of how much you've given to somebody else like a merchant that's flipping your money and he's getting at least seven percent of your like seven percent is a low end return on investment so it's like if you're giving them in ten to thirty thousand dollars over these past one to five years minimum like and you don't have ten thousand dollars in assets like you got to focus on getting sent out of the assets. Like you just need to go ahead and stack season it out because at the end of the day, over these over this time period, you done kind of fucked off your disposable income and your idle time enjoying that disposable income. So it's like, now nah, you need just some assets. You know what I'm saying? Because you can get back anything except for time wasted. You know what I'm saying? And time wasted between one to five years, that's a long time. A long time. Of beneficial behavior. So mm-hmm. if it ain't beneficial, then it's artificial and it's eventually detrimental. And that made me realize, like, that even when I was stag season, I was still fucking up to an extent because COVID smacked me so hard. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's definitely levels to lack of execution and laziness out here. 
you talking some shit. You say, hey, hey, you spend you some bars. You dropping bars. Right. Had to come through. Oh, you just throw a beat on this. Right. Somebody turn the beat on. Hey, that's Hey, hey, no, you ain't Hey, I had though. to show out. <laughs> hey, you ain't lying, though, bro, for real. Like, eight, man, like, even, I guarantee you, this for anybody that probably ain't invested yet. I'm speaking to y'all right now. Whenever you do make that investment, and I don't care if you make a thousand or you make ten dollars, whenever you start making some gains, you're gonna naturally start to feel a little different about money. You're gonna start to think, like, hold the, hold the fuck up, yo. Like, I've been working X amount of time, X amount of hours a week, and I just make X amount of dollars for not doing nothing just because I own a percentage or something. You're gonna start, that's how I know me, that's what happened to me. I was like, like, I always knew I ain't want to work. I, even when I was in the military, I knew I ain't want to have a job forever. But I know, like, uh, this was, like, 2016. 20, yeah, no, no, this 2017, my bad. But this, uh, I remember Bitcoin. I, I I had a bunch of Bitcoin. And I mean, I made, like, 10 grand in a day, right? So <laughs> this shit's so funny. I was in a meeting, and uh, my homie texted me. and like, hey, you see what's going on with Bitcoin? You see what's going on with Bitcoin? I'm like, no. Nah. So I'm like, all right, let me step out the meeting. I'm telling my supervisor. I'm like, hey, I got to go to the bathroom real quick. I'll be back. So I go in the hallway. I look at my phone. I see I made 10 grand. I swear to God, bro. I I, I went in the bathroom. I ain't even used the bathroom. I was just looking in the mirror. I was looking at myself like, hold on, yo. <laughs> I'm like, hold on. So I went back to the meeting. I'm in the meeting sitting there. They just talking. Mind you, I ain't listening to none of this shit, bro. I'm like... <laughs> It's completely going. I'm like in my own world, but I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, this shit is some bullshit. Like, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm in my mind. I'm clocking how I'm gonna, how I'm gonna get paid this this week or the next paycheck. I'm thinking. I'm like, yo, I just made ten bands, bro, and it was still like it was like noon. I'm like, fam, this shit, this ain't it. Like, I looked at money. I, I, I already was starting to look at money differently, but when that happened, it was like, yo, hold on. You you look at you gonna look at money way different. Thing. Let me you you most people look at money from from a time standpoint. I give somebody X amount of uh hours of my time, I'm gonna get this paycheck. When you, when that happens, you know money ain't looked at with your time no more. You know, I can make money and an hour, I can get this amount of money in an hour if I do the right things, I invest in the right things. So that shit is it's life changing for real, man. That's why I I I'm glad to have you on you talking that where people could be like, all right, let me, let me, let me maybe even if it's a small step. Even if I'm only going to invest a hundred this first time, that's still something. That's trial and error. If it go right, you probably go bigger and bigger amounts. Right, yeah, bro. Yeah. Like BZ has this little M1 guy. Like I haven't even started like putting money into the hole that she was talking about. Like I just two stocks I know I'm gonna fuck with for life. And M1 is kind of like that that PS4. Like before the PS5 came out. Like if somebody's selling their PS4, bro, you know they down bad. Like somebody would sell a pistol before they sell their PS4. Because, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, like you take it to GameStop. Ain't nobody trying to get GameStop returns for our marginal enjoyment. Like Hell you know, no. ten percent check of what you pay four hundred dollars for. Like bro, you will give me forty dollars for this four hundred dollars thing. I might as well keep it. Like so, it's like, damn, the M1 is kind of like that. Like you got to be super down bad and out to go liquidate the M1 account. You know what I'm saying? And I put. I put a bandage to the M1, but I didn't start like allocating it fully. Like I was doing $10, I was doing $14 a day, $28 a day, kind of like a half a zip and a zip, just number wise, like 14 grams, 28 grams, but I made it $20. So it's like, I made up a, a hashtag called 31 days of investing and I wanted people to get more into investing. So it's like, 
nah, let me let me make it more relatable to him. Like, let me throw fourteen dollars a day into the market, twenty eight dollars a day. We gonna throw somebody we happen into the market, and we gonna see what he do after the month is over. You know what I'm saying? And we kind of did that. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, mid weekend or two weeks in, I started throwing a thousand dollars, two thousand dollars into the market every day. With uh, not every day, but uh, at least once a week with the uh, M1. And now it's at like, I want to say I have. 80 some hundred investing in M1, but I'm up almost a band. You know what I'm saying? It's almost at 10 bands right now. You know what I'm saying? Within a month, I'm up a couple, I think 20 some percent. You know what I'm saying? Like total. So it's like, that made That's me. Like, oh, no, I gotta, yeah, I gotta start putting more money into the market. You know what I'm saying? It's like, am I gonna go spend this $300 in the mall or am I just gonna go ahead and put in the M1? Like, might as well get them go through 600 in the M1. You know what I'm saying? And then if I wanna spend $300, I can spend the other $300. Like, we got the little, the little, uh, what is it called? If you can't afford it three times, don't buy it. So it's like, damn, at least let me go put two times worth the, uh, the cost I'm about to spend into my investment account and then go spend the other part. You know what I'm saying? But right yeah. now we're not spending nothing. Like I'm taking a stand against consumerism for the whole month. You know what I'm saying? Past tax season, like, nah, if it's not just to survive, like we, I'm not buying it right now because I know I'm trying to get to a certain goal. And when you got to go, you either get that goddamn or do what you got to do and stick to it because ain't nobody going to do it for you, like payroll said, or you going to keep faltering. You know what I'm saying? Trying to enjoy life, quote unquote. You know what I'm saying? Like, it just ain't worth it. Like, you can enjoy life and still build yourself up. Like, building these assets is fun. Like, let's keep it G. Like, this is fun. Like, man, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and it's passive. Like, this is lazy money. Like, I you should sell this. Shit. Like, I love lazy money. Like, I want all lazy money all year. Like, my blood money is not to be spent this year. Like, at all, it's all lazy money for real. Yeah. Hey, lazy money. I'll take that every time. You know what I'm saying? But that's that's what you saying, bro. That's that, that's so real because at the end of the day, how I look at it is a lot of if for people that are struggling when it comes to money and stuff, I feel like you gotta have a financial goal like how you feel about this like is that how you think about money is you keep a, a number in mind like this is what i want to get to i hit that i'm going yeah. i'm aiming for this next that's how you think bro i got a crazy goal right now like i want 300 bands into the market of my earned income by april like i'm trying to allocate more and more and get less out of cash get less out of other assets and get it into the market like i need 300,000 in the market because then i can start working on getting this three percent a day and if I can get 3% a day of that, bro, that's a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? And people don't realize, like, people are really putting a lot of money into these certain equities, and they might swing a day trader for 3%. And it's like, bro, you got 3% of 100 bands, bro. That's good money, bro. You know what I'm saying? If it's a, if it's a day nice. trade, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, that's real good. It's just like, I've been doing that more and more. Not like, not, not like swing trader, but I've been doing my options and just keeping the profit in there or getting my equities and just keeping the profit holding, might sell off on something and then get into the other stock that I want to get into to lower my dollar cost average when it dips. Because it's like, damn, I can do this and just keep increasing my overall capital into the market instead of just keep spending. Like spending is cool. Like I love to spend. Like I want to get me the little Disney Gucci hoodie for my birthday to myself. You know what I'm saying? But after that, it's like, oh no, we back on full grammar now. You know what I'm saying? Especially coming into the new year. like. Nah, we can't do it like that, bro. Like, this right. income has to be flipped before we give it away. Like, because like I said before, it takes seven to 28 days for the average consumer to earn their income. So, mm. like, bro, that's a long time to be trying to 
make money and then give it away within 24 hours, 48 hours. And now you're trying to make something stretch if something happens in your life. Even if you're just comfortable enough, you gotta you make enough money that you good every every check, like you're not waiting for the next check. It's still like, bro, if something were to happen to the point that you are not making money for one to three months, bro, you're gonna be fucked up out here. So it's like, damn, might as well build up more and more and more and try to get more lazy money. Like this lazy money is really where it's at right now. Flex. That's, that's that's definitely where it's at, man. And I love that because, like, at the end of the day, that's what it comes down to. What you're saying is you got to have that, that goal in mind, that number in mind. It's not a number that you, like, that's the end-all, be-all. When I get there, I'm done. It's like when you get that one, you make a next one. I know because I know another one. you make another one. I know when I was coming up broke in the military, my number was 10, 10K. I need to stack up 10 bands. And then when I got there, it's 20. You hit 20. You hit, hooray, you hit 25, you're like, all right, what's next? 50. What's next? You got you got to hit you. You got to keep going. Like that's what you can't get satisfied when you hit that number. Even I know sometimes when you hit that number, you might be like you might rest on your laurels a little bit. Like man, I didn't hit, I didn't hit twenty five. I feel good. You might chill for a month, but you eventually you got to get back on it because if you don't make no new goal, the shit gonna start diminishing. Wait, that's just naturally how it go. It's gonna start diminishing because you ain't no shit. You ain't trying to you ain't trying to level up no more. So you always gotta hit a new like now I'm at the point where I'm trying to hit a million and I'm trying to hit that this year. Like I, I hit six figures. Sure. That was something that that we wanted to do. We did that shit. Now I'm trying to hit a million. I'm trying to hit that shit this year. When I hit a million, it's gonna the next is gonna be a double, then it's gonna be a nickel, then it's gonna be 10. So this shit gonna go on until I die, until I die. Or I'm physically impaired. I'm always gonna be trying to level up because the minute I stop leveling up. And I'm, the reason I know this shit is because I did it. When I hit six-figure net worth, nigga, I got back to the, down to like 80 so fast because I was in celebratory mode. Like, so I know like the minute you stop and you kick it and be like, man, I hit this goal, the shit gonna go down. So you always gotta, this next. This, can't like, be so. comfortable. For real, you can't be comfortable. It don't matter. I don't give, I don't, get, I don't care if you somebody does listen to this and you got less than $1,000 in your bank account. You need to write you down a goal right now, five. And you go, you look at that every day. I'm focusing on five. You're going to get there as long as you're doing the necessary steps. And then next, make it 10, make it 20, keep going. At the end of the day, like I said before on Twitter, money is just numbers, yo. You can't look at it as something that's that's impossible to attain. It's just numbers. It's numbers. And if you got cash, pieces of paper, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it ain't nothing impossible. You could get it. It's out here. You just got to make a goal and set your foot forward and do it. And you're going to get that shit, like for real. And it gives you purpose, like not, yeah. not to say people don't have purpose, but it's like every day you waking up with that goal in mind. It's like you gonna try to keep hitting that shit, and you gonna do things that are beneficial towards hitting that goal. Because it's like if it ain't beneficial, it's artificial to what I'm trying to do right now, and I'm not trying to do no bullshit. Like I want this five bands, I want this five bands, and I only got a band right now. So let me figure out how to get a return on it, return on this bread right here, real quick, like for real, real, real shit. And I think sometimes people hear this stuff and they say, you know, it's easy for y'all to say this because y'all are already on a certain le- certain level. But it's like, bro, I'm telling you, what what's this, 2021? Bro, four, five years ago, wherever you was at on your level that you think is broke, I was there. Like, I, I was there four, five years ago. So I know, like, you know what I'm saying? The shit we talking about, we can speak from experience because we've been there. We've done it. I've been broke. I didn't came up and all that. So I know it ain't no... It ain't no impossible task. It ain't no shit where, you know, a lot of times people think it's like they got this monkey on his back, something against them where they can't get it. 
like you said, the stock market don't give a fuck with you, black, white, blue, yellow. They don't even know. It's just you win that thing, you making money. So <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You win there. You don't care if you a uh, a uh, uh, felon, none of that, yo. Right, <laughs> Yeah, tactics with the stock market when it comes to that. Once your money in there, your money in there. They don't care who you is. <laughs> Everybody, we all got smartphones, we all got tablets, we all got computers. Like, it really don't care who you is, man. You get that little investment app, you got there, you put your bread in there, you buy what you're supposed to buy, what you feel like buying, you make your bread. Like, at the end of the day, that nigga, them people don't know who you are until them taxes come. Like, that's the only reason why they know who you are after a while. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> that's real. That's real. Hey, but, but talk talk about this for a second, because I know you always say, and even for those for y'all, y'all go on Google, type in uh, SDL, go to Urban Dictionary, and scroll and see who they get credit to for the just the term SDL. I'm just, I just want y'all to go see that. But talk about that when you talk about SDL. What does that mean for the people that might see that shit on timeline, or they just might be hearing me here right now? They'd be like, "What are you talking about? What are you referring to?" SDL is short for stack don't lack, and it's become so big because if you type in stack season, like you type in S-T-A-C-K-S-E-A, you'll start to see stack season Hugo, and you'll start to see like payroll, you'll see the playlist and stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? So one of my homies, uh, he had made uh, a top definition on Urban Dictionary, and I posted it on Twitter, so everybody kind of liked it, and that's what made like it one of the top definitions on uh Urban Dictionary, so it's like, damn, now it's on Urban Dictionary, man. It's just like stacked on lag, man. If it's not beneficial, it's really artificial. And eventually you keep doing it, it's going to be detrimental. So we stacking that lag and we stacking everything, whether it's our mental health, physical health, or our monetary, our monetary status. You know what I'm saying? So it's like everything yeah. comes full circle. You know what I'm saying? We full circle investing on here, man. Like mm-hmm. when you use that recycling all emoji, like I be fucking with that junk. Cause it's like mm-hmm. we're gonna keep reading up and doing it again, reading up and doing it again, man. Earn income into investment, income into passive income. And we're gonna keep reinvesting and we take a little bit out, trick a little bit, but yeah, we're not gonna keep using our blood and it's to enjoy life. Facts. Before we try to flip a little bit of it. Flip, flip. Right, it's a cycle. Like that, 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 and that's why I love that uh, recycle emoji because that's what. Cause I remember <laughs> somebody even asked me like, "Why you use a recycle emoji?" And I was telling them, they like, "Oh, okay." And I'm like, "It's that's all it is. It's it's just a cycle. You know, what I'm saying you make some money, you reinvest it. Like you just said, every now and then, you 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 uh use some money, you enjoy it because that's what we here for, man. You know, what I'm saying you you want to work hard, but you want to enjoy it too. But you gotta keep it in that cycle because that's what's going to keep everything going emotionally. And that just don't even, not even just on no money stuff, not even just on no money talk, just like on no per- some personal growth talk alone. You know what I'm saying? You got to keep, you got to, you got to stay within this so you can keep going because your money, like just keeping it real, your money only going to grow as much as you going for real. Right. Like if you really not coming out with better habits in life, like once like, like everybody always say, I just want to be comfortable. Even if I had this amount of money, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be doing that. I wouldn't be buying thousand dollar shoes or such and such. But it's like, bro, just because you won't buy thousand dollar shoes right now because you don't have even three thousand dollars to your name, like, bro, once you get up to three hundred thousand, like, bro, you never know what you'll do because you've never been there. Like, you never been even been close to that level. So it's like, we all got our compulsion. It might not be thousand dollar shoes. It might be a thousand dollar crystal. It might be. Stupid, stupid waggle beef like you got we all got our compulsions to the point that we consume because we consume now you know what i'm saying so once you reach another level you're going to always want something new it's always something new that's coming out that's going to catch your eye and you're going to be like 
Man, I got 200,000 in, in this shoebox right now. I ain't spent 2,000, I'm good. I'm just like, bro, if you've never been in that position, you don't know what you'll truly do because money enhances you. Like it really brings out the true you. Financial security, financial comfortability, all those things will start to bring out the true inner you and you didn't even know that was you. Damn. Damn. How else can I put it? I had another little <laughs> bar that I had in my head. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like that full circle beneficial thing. Like you said, it's not just limited to money. It could be limited to your your consumerism habits and just your overall vices. Like I love weed. Like everybody knows I love weed. You know what I'm saying? I probably turn more for the <laughs> than the average person. But I know I can't let the weed control me. You know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, if I can't even just hold the weed like a stock, you know what I'm saying, and control my urges, you know what I'm saying, or ration my sex. Like, if I'm smoking an eighth a day and I can't go buy a zip because I'll smoke more faster, you know what I'm saying? That means I can't control myself. I lack discipline. And discipline is one of the main things, man, discipline and willpower. Because it's like, if you can't ration your weed sex, how you gonna ration your money when you got more money, bro? Like, mm. realistically, you already can't ration something so small, with this, which is $250 worth of weed. How you gonna manage 250 bands? Like, real shit. You go blow through that shit. You gonna be comfortable. You know what I'm saying? And then at the end of the day, when the income start to dry up, not even the money that you already got, just the income stream. Now you gonna keep dipping into the money to support the lifestyle, bro. And you can't do it like that. You know what I'm saying? Whether you dig or whether you small. That's some. Hey, that's some real shit, bro. And because I done been at both, bro. I done been at zero band. I done been at two hundred fifty band, three hundred band. So people can't really like say, right. "Oh, bro, you don't know what you're talking about, bro." No, bro. Like yeah. <laughs> I went so before you and ran it up, bro, because I got tired of being the same. The pain of me staying the same was more than me trying to change my life. So I changed my life, bro. Mm. And see, and this is exactly why I love man of mindsets, and this is why I love doing this podcast, and this is why I love bringing people back on multiple times so they could see the see like see the growth. You know what I'm saying? See somebody where they might have been here at one. point when I had them on the show, they might have said, hey, I got my first 100 bands. Next time I have them on, they'd be like, yo, I'm a, I, I'm a millionaire now. I didn't hit an M. And it's like, for the people that you you, you listening to the show, to the show, you growing with us. So you should be able to, like, like prime example, I, I'll get some insight on a conversation I had recently. I was talking to a friend and I was telling him, I'm like, yeah, I'm trying to hit a, uh, I'm trying to hit a million this year. And he was telling me, he was like, hey, what can I do to help accelerate that process? He was like, because you need to hit that M. He was like, the people need to see that. Like, it's a lot of people that follow you, a lot of people tune in to your show, like, to see where you came. When I started Millionaire Mindsets, I ain't had, I don't even, I, I don't, this was in 2018. I don't even know, I don't even know if I had 100 bands yet. But I know from where I started now to where we, to, to where we are now, it's hella process. Progress. That's what process. It's a hell of progress. So if you've been following the show and been rocking with us, you seeing it firsthand. So when I do touch that M, and you better believe I'm gonna come on the show and I'm gonna talk my shit and I'm gonna let y'all know. So I want y'all because I I want y'all to see it firsthand. Like damn, I remember he started in, man that mindset. They was on this level. Now he didn't hit an M. Like and even with with your story, like you you came on here when the first time you came on here, 2019. Wait, no, no, 20, no, 2018, 2018. I think it was the end of 2018, bro. Let me, uh, let no, me we, we started in 2018. So it has to be. Oh, yeah, it was 2019. 2019, but still, so to see, to see your progress, it's still like, it's, 
Oh, I, I hate I hate saying it because I say it a lot, but it's really no excuses. Like you you see these as people that's that's we ain't no we ain't no celebrities. We ain't no like people that's in no sports or nothing like that. We regular people that's just doing regular, regular people, things. bro, from the hood. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We yeah. and we doing regular stuff to to level ourselves up and put ourselves in position to show people. And I think at the same time, that's why so many people that that they they rock with it because they identify with that. Yeah, right. Well, right. Like I said, make it more relatable to people. Like that's why I'm so transparent with things, and I I don't really try to hide my faults on Twitter because I know it's somebody that's just like me or my right. former self is like. They need to hear that transparency. Like, damn, bro, you was smoking a pee a month. You was popping this many bars a month. And you just quit. Yep. You know what I'm saying? You went hard for a whole year. And I'm over here acting like a little bitch about a month. Like, that shit put it into perspective for me. Like, because it's like, damn, bro, if I really want to change my life, bro, like, damn, I need to just go ahead and do it. Like, just do it like Nike. How we got Nikes on our feet, but can't just do it. You know what I'm saying? We being so passive and pussyfooting around with things that we know are beneficial to our monetary, mental, and uh, physical growth, like overall, like so. It's like, damn, just stop being a little, little pussy, realistically. Like I can't even say it nicely, bro. Like, I don't know how else to say it, bro. <laughs> hey, like, you, it's you take action. Hey, hey, hey uh, D, I, you want to say something, D? I seen how you was looking earlier, like you want to say something. Oh, my bad, Dan. But yeah, that's uh, what you just said, man. It's, it's really like, like I said, we we break it down to a point where people be like, man, it can't be that simple. And we ain't saying, ew. just because it's, it's, it's the concept is simple don't mean the execution will be easy, if that makes sense to people. The execution still going to take some work on your part. You know what I'm saying? You're going to have to do some stuff. But the concepts to level up, this shit ain't rocket science for real. And all three of us, we been through it. We all been dead broke before. And we just put one foot forward at a time, kept, kept moving, kept working. And that's thing you know, you're going to look up and you're going to be in a better position than you was yesterday, the day previously. And this, this is what I want to ask. This is what I want to ask you, like, because I always like doing scenarios and situations and stuff, because I think it, it, it's like easy for people to really understand when you put it on this level. So, like, let's say somebody got a, uh, let's say somebody working somewhere, they making not probably not a whole bunch of money. They probably got like a couple thousand dollars saved. What can they do immediately to, uh, Make their situation better. Consume less. Allocate your idle time to learning something that's going to actually increase your income while you're increasing your stash. Because if you can't, like I said before, if you do not know how to stack your bread, how are you going to get rich like people say? So if you don't know how to get rich, I mean, if you don't know how to stack, how are you going to get rich? And he said that on the stack season, a uh, mixtape or whatever. So it's like, at the end of the day, you need those beneficial habits. And the average person does not have a full circle of beneficial habits going on. It's something in your life that has to go temporarily so you can allocate your disposable disposable income and your idle time to leveling up. Like, I've listened to almost every Millionaire Mindset episode, bro. And you always ask them the same question, like, what was your, what was that shift? And And it always boils down to, even if they don't say it physically, it's their idle time, man. Like that yep. idle time is what really matters. And that's when you change your life the most. And I started to notice that within almost everybody that I meet personally, that I know personally in my life, that is winning. Even people I haven't met that I kind of just know online, but we got a good beneficial relationship online. So it's like, well, people I just don't even know, like I physically do not, do not even know you. I just heard your, your interview, I'm watching your tweets. Like, and we not even cool. 
but I know the reason why you up right now is because you you changed your life in your idle time, man. and we all got idle time, like nine times yeah. out of ten. Right. So it's like, like I said before, the only thing we can't get back is time wasted. So don't waste your time. Like, do not give it away for marginal enjoyment either, man. Don't give it away because you pay nine dollars a month for Netflix and board, and it's easier to watch TV than it is to read about VWAP on the chart. Like, bro, I didn't even know what VWAP was a year ago. Like, I'm gonna keep it a band with you. Like. I didn't know what half these indicators were, but once my back was against the wall and I had to take it seriously, it's like, yeah, I need to go ahead and learn this. Like, stop playing because it's, I'm missing plays. Like, and I'm tired of missing plays. It's always going to be another play, mm. but I got tired of missing plays. Like, mm. got to be a playmaker. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> because hey, Target, making real. plays off my money. I love Target, but I can't spend $150 on no sheets or all these cameras <laughs> and all this other stuff. And he flipping my bread. And I'm just giving away my blood money because it's like I'm bored. Like that's another thing, man. How you bored and you ain't growing? Like can't keep saying you bored. You know what I'm saying? And then it's like you go spend money because you bored. Like you go leave the house and you might even just be going ahead in your business. You know what I'm saying? But then you drive past Chick Fil A, you see Chick Fil A, and you goddamn get you get a white man ten dollars of your money before you even try to flip some money. You got food at home now. You got food at home. Right. You know what I'm saying? But it's so easy to get wrapped into consumerism and convenience. You know what I'm saying? Like. At the end of the day, you gave away your earned income faster than you tried to go make some more. But then you wonder why you ain't got no real bread. Like it's because every day you're spending ten dollars a day on food plus twenty dollars a day on weed, bro. Thirty dollars a day every day is over ten bands a year, and you ain't got ten bands to your name, and you ain't got ten bands in the market. So it's like, nah, cut it out. It got to go. It has to go. You got to start cooking more. You got to start meal prep. You got to do something with your idle time and try to curve that spending habit, you know what I'm saying, into something beneficial. Because it's like, right, I might be able to spend $30 a day and not feel nothing. But you spending $30 a day and ain't got 10 bands, you know what I mean? I got 10 bands right beside me while we talking, bro. Like, <laughs> talk you know what I'm saying? Talk like, like, and everybody know I keep the old hundreds, you know what I'm saying? I keep them old hundreds, I want to spend you know what I'm saying? Because I know if I'm spending these old hundreds, then I mean, I'm fucked up in this game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's my only cash position right now is is old hundreds. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, everything is going into the market or getting transitioned into the market, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, if you ain't got 10 bands in your name, but you brought an eighth every day, bro, I know you. I know what your eighth cost. We ain't got to keep going in this detail on my homie podcast, but I just know that you're spending almost $10,000 a year on weed, bro. Not to mention fast food. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you smoking your weed. And especially with COVID, most people ain't even trying to drive to, to the food, you know what I'm saying? You ordering DoorDash, so add in another $20, bro. You can keep paying all these convenience fees before you try to go make some more money, bro. And then wonder why you're in this position, my guy. Like, and I ain't even bash you. I'm just keeping it in the band, which I can't be nice about it, bro. I can't coddle you on your bullshit, you know what I'm saying? Because I used to bullshit too, and I don't want nobody coddling me. My homie Stein never coddles me, you know what I'm saying? Bro was calling me whole drug addicts on, in 2018, 2017. And that made me put the weed down. Like, bro, I literally saved my life by calling me names. You know what I'm saying? Somebody I never even met. You know what I'm saying? Calling me a whole drug addict and I need to put this shit down because he got love for me. So it's like, man, let me do this shit, man. I'm tired of being the same. Like, like, for real, I got tired of being the same. And I keep having these revelations as I progress in life with me. Like, nope, I'm tired of being the same. You know what I'm saying? So I got into the stocks and took it more seriously. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of people just got to have their backs against the wall before they take that execution. But I'm going to keep giving out game and giving out analogies to make you realize, like, damn, let me do it now. Man. Let me just do it now, man. I'm tired of this shit. Like, you got to literally be tired of your current situation. 
Man, that's like you just said. I think, and in, in these days, you know, when you when you keeping it real with people, they try to say you on some bullying or it's too harsh. But I think shame is a good motivation tactic. Like you just said, stunt shout out to stunt. He was on your ass, and he wasn't calling you no nice names. He was because he really he really had love for you. Wanted he wanted you to level up. And when you got love for somebody and you see somebody messing up, it ain't gonna be nice what you say to him. It ain't gonna come off as nice because you. How can I be nice to you when you fucking up? And I want better for you. So people gotta. That's another thing. If you know you ain't on your shit, and there's somebody that you know care for you, and they on your ass, you can't take it personal. You gotta take it as okay. Maybe he just want best for me. Let me just listen to what he's saying. Take heed to what he's saying. That's so. That's some. That's some real shit, man. For real. Especially for people in better positions in life than you. Right. Man. Like it's right. Like- like they not just telling you this shit for their health, man. You know what I'm saying? Like it's cause they got love for you. I got love for everybody on the timeline that's black, bro. Like at the end of the day, my prominent focus is black people, you know what I'm saying? And trying to have us elevate up as a whole. Like I was just in a clubhouse today and they were talking about is gentrification our fault. And they went very in detail on it. And it's just like it was an eye-opening experience for me because it's like we are in like kind of the beginning stages of wealth building for black people. Like because right. we're starting to take investing more seriously. We're yep. starting to get into real estate. We're starting to make more businesses and hire more black people and give out livable wages. You know what I'm saying? Like, them white people are not going to give us no livable wages. They're not going to make a, a bill or a law for livable wages in the, in, the, in the foreseeable future. So it's like, nah, we need to be trying to create these valuable skills so we can demand those in the workspace and use that earned income to invest in ourselves. Like, bro, I love a 401k. That shit cool and all. But the job gave that shit to you, bro. You know what I'm saying? At the end mm. of the day, if the job gave that shit to you, you got to focus on building more passive income outside of that. Yeah, go ahead and match the funds and all that stuff. But, bro, you got a massive contribution with that job. So it's like, okay, cool. Let me go ahead and start putting money into my thinking, swimming on my weed or on my lobby. Whatever investment account you do use, like, you have to start allocating your earned dollars into something beneficial that's going to turn a dollar into two before I pay you. You know what I'm saying? Like payroll said, turn a dollar into two before I pay you. <laughs> and I'd rather that. do that before I give away my dollar and then wait another two weeks to make another dollar. Nah, I'm good. Hey, you talking, you, hey, you talking that talk. And this is stuff where you really need a game plan. You know, you do. You do. Like, and it ain't going to be, like I said, the concepts are simple, but the execution, it ain't going to be easy. So you need a game plan. You need to just stop saying, stop saying and speaking on what you're going to do and actually write down. Let's do it. And you know what I'm saying? Just do it. All you gotta do is write down, do it. You know what I'm saying? Don't even stop, stop telling everybody, I'm trying to do this, I'm doing that. Because that kind of, when you do all that and you getting people that's giving you praise, that tricks your brain into thinking like you actually accomplished something. You people praise like, oh yeah, yeah, they giving you, you know what I'm saying? They giving you high words and all that because you said you was going to do something and all your brain actually feel like you did it. You know what I'm saying? So you got to just go out here, whatever you want to do, write it down, make a plan, and execute it. Just yeah, execute and reverse engineer and execute it out, man. Because once yeah. you start to realize like day by day, every day matters, bro. You can't fuck off on any day because it's like I'm tired of being the same, you know what I'm saying? And that's really a major stack season type of thing, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, stack season only 13 weeks, 91 days, man. You know what I'm saying? If you do one to two of those, bro, you're gonna be in a better position. You're gonna be in a better position. Like it's 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 no debate about it, bro. You know what I'm saying everybody I've ever talked to in depth with online, offline, man. It's people that ain't even met me rapping right? stack season on their phone, bro. You know what I'm saying? That's crazy. They never met me. You know what I'm saying? They got the whole, they got my header. 
You know what I'm saying? They got the, they got my screensaver that's on my phone, on their phone, bro. Just because mm-hmm. somebody else represents that season, they know them personally. Like, oh no, nah, bro, you gotta get that. Even if you ain't got Twitter, bro, you gotta fuck with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? You gotta start reading some of these things. I'm gonna start sending you his shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, bro. That's so you did like, like, I gotta be on my shit more. You know what I'm saying? Like, I am a full influence out here, and I can't just fuck because <laughs> if I'm fucking up, then that's gonna give people more incentive. Like, you go fucking up, I can fuck up too. Like, no, you can't fuck up, bro. Like, hell no. Ain't no faltering out here, man. We need a beneficial plan every day, and we execute it every day. You know what I'm saying? Everybody makes mistakes. You know what I'm saying? But repeated behavior is not to be tolerated. You got to treat yourself like a parent. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you don't do it yourself, then life going to do it. And you ain't going to like life, life's terms when he trying to punish you. You know what I'm saying? That's real right there. You, you definitely ain't going to like it. You got to... Man, you sometimes I, I think we spoke on this on the um I don't remember who we was just talking to, but I think we spoke on this. Like you gotta sometimes you gotta be disciplined enough to where if you bullshit, you gotta punish yourself. Saying like, oh man, I ain't get to I ain't accomplish this goal. I'm gonna go with up. I ain't gonna go out to eat this week. I'm gonna make sure I cook every week. I'm I, mean, I don't know who who was he talking to. D when he was talking about cold showers. Like they fuck up, they getting the, they take a cold shower. They was like, I ain't taking cold showers. <laughs> I, don't I, don't remember, me. I, I remember. I remember. Maybe it was me. I was talking that was to somebody. conversation with you and somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody. And they was like, I think they was on. This was on the podcast, man. Whoever it is, I'm my bad. I can't remember. But they said like, I hate I hate taking cold showers. They say if they don't get their stuff done like they supposed to, they said they take a cold shower. He was like, I put myself through a through a grueling pro through a grueling process to make me feel like, all right, let me get this done. Cause if I don't do it, I'm gonna know I'm at the I gotta take a cold like, shower. Right. <laughs> right. I was and like, damn. So the average my bad. Yeah, the average person, like, they have not been disciplined outside of life punishing them. Like they were not punished themselves. So it's like the last time you fully been disciplined is probably in your family household, bro. Like once you got free from from no shackles, whether it's 18 years, whether it's 21 years, maybe even 24, I don't know how I don't care how long it's been, bro. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, once you break those shackles of being in your family household, bro, you feel like you free. You know what I'm saying? You can do whatever you want to do and you just gonna deal with the ramifications as they come in life, but you're not gonna punish yourself. You know what I'm saying? Like Nobody's gonna be like, damn, bro, on average, like, I've been fucking up. I can't do this, you know what I'm saying? If I go out to eat, you know what I'm saying? I went out to eat. I gotta put three times of what I just spent into my investment account, you know what I'm saying? And every time you go out to eat, if you spend $10, like, bro, you gotta put $30 in your, in your investment account, and you can't physically do that. So it's like, and if, I mean, if you can't do that, though, so it's like, damn, I ain't gonna wanna keep doing this shit, you know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, even if you do got the $30 to spend and throw it into your investment account, you're not gonna wanna keep doing it. Because it's like, damn, if you do it like this, and now you went and got this Gucci hoodie that's fifteen hundred dollars, but you know you ain't got forty five hundred dollars to throw into your investment account to follow that same rule of three. Don't buy the Gucci hoodie. Just go ahead, and put the fifteen hundred dollars in the investment account and wait it out a couple months. But I bet you be up fifteen hundred dollars. You play it right. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. Real shit. Like if you play it right, you can have the money to buy what you want to buy. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, I'm not gonna say which crypto I got into that uh, I held and put like. I think I put 1436 into it. Right now it's 2800 bro, in three weeks. You know what I'm saying? And I did my due diligence on the thing. I was in it when we got on Million and Mindset in uh, 2019. You know what I'm saying? Like, I literally was in this at $243. I sold it 500 got back in at 500 You know what I'm saying? 500 600 and it went up to such and such, you know what I'm saying? Because I can't say the number because I know that people gonna see and like, oh no, nah, he was talking about this. Let me get in on this. Nope, you can't get in, bro. I already got in, I already got in and you dip, bro. You can't get in. I'm just flexing. 
<laughs> I'm not giving out financial advice on tickets. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't people do it. definitely I'm not a financial have, advisor. People do the FOMO and then go get in when it's at its peak, lose some bread, then blame you. Yeah, then feel some type of way about me. Hell no, mm-hmm. bro. You can't feel no type of way about me, bro. Mm-hmm. That's real. People, people definitely do that, man. People definitely do that, man. Yeah, and this, uh, man, you had you had any other questions, V? You did you have any other thing, other, anything else that we ain't get to go over? You go because this, I feel like, man, this this time that went by fast in a month. Yeah, <laughs> we man, if you got some more questions, so you can definitely drop. A, I got like 15, 20 more minutes, man. We good. No, oh, I'm we good then, because all that man, time yeah. be time, time be going. Time be flying when you talking that shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, straight up, time be flying so fast when you talking when you when you really talking that talk. And so let me let me let me ask you this: so what? If if you mind sharing, like, what are some some of the uh, things that you uh, set out to do this year, and how what's your plan on actually like executing them? And the reason I ask this is because like I, I think I talked about this on our last episode. A lot of people they don't know how to accomplish. Like, they might know how to like write it. Even though I talk about writing down goals. They might know how to write something down, but they don't know how to get from A to Z. They don't know how to execute stuff. So do you mind just break, breaking that down, like on your process, how you do stuff? Like lately, especially like since November, like I've really been like executing a lot more. I kind of like, I make a tweet about it, you know what I'm saying? And then I'm like, okay, I made the tweet, you know what I'm saying? Now, what can I do to finally get into this more and more, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, I started to make up a list of all my beneficial habits and then all my detrimental ones. And I try to X out all, I try to X out that detrimental one and add another beneficial habit, you know what I'm saying? And that makes me be more inclined to start doing it more and more. Cause like I'm in uh, this investment discord called Impact Invest, but I've been in this job mm-hmm. since like the beginning, but I got in it when it was $50 a month. It's like $125. It's 100. So it's like, yeah. Been in it. yeah. So I've been in this since I want to say early 2020, you know what I'm saying? Might even have been 2019, you know what I'm saying? But I've been in it and I always got scared because it's like, bro, y'all showing me charts. Y'all showing me all this volume. Y'all showing me this and that. And it's like, damn, bro, I'm too lazy to read up on this, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing that they would have uh, just off the strength of stack season, they would have did some kind of type of console with me. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the lack of me leveraging my network and then just lack of me being lazy of reading up on things. I have to start reading more. I have to start taking the little steps by steps to start allocating my time to thinking about, okay, what do I need to do to get to the next step of me getting into the, this dream? And that's reverse engineering, brick by brick, gram by gram of what my goal is because my goal is to be in this good dope, you know what I'm saying? Which is invested, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm treating it like the good dope, which is getting out our dreams dope. Like Kanye said, you know what I'm saying? I got to break this brick down because I can't hold some brick. I need to go gram by gram and build up to this process of me having a break, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, if I do it like this and I make it fun for myself, you know what I'm saying? That's going to make me want to do it more and more, you know what I'm saying? And you just have to kind of make this break process of you bettering yourself fun. Like, it is fun because once you start to see the progress and the process is beneficial to you and you're booming, it's fun. Like, it literally, like this market shit is fun to me and it used to be scary to me though, bro. You know what I'm saying? Especially the way people talk about it on the time. Like, they don't talk to it like a screen. They're going to want to hear it, bro. Like, I'm going to keep it a band with you. It's not relative to, to me. It's not relative to the target demographic that they actually want to touch. So it's like, let me goddamn go ahead and try to do this. You know what I'm saying? So I could 
bridge that gap so they can actually listen to the people that I listen to. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, all I need is some push the T bars or something like that. And I said, so get the payroll bars <laughs> for relativity with investing. Like, you put it like that, bro, I'm going to get right up into it. Like, the relativity is one of the biggest things for people. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm kind of open witted about that type of thing. You know what I'm saying? And I give out just good analogies to help people get into the market. Like, with the stocks now, I ain't want to bring it on here, but then we got this thing called shake that ass now because it's like when a stock is on a bull run and it shoots up like Tesla has shot up when it got included into the S&P 500, bro, after a market, it shot straight up like a shut right up. angle, bro. Like it, it was literally a right angle. So it was like, damn, she climbing a pole. Like, okay, okay. Like, okay, shake that ass. And that's the stock next to me, you know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't call women names, you know what I'm saying? We call the stocks those type of names because, like, damn, I want a bad shorty, you know what I'm saying? And I want it in the stock, and I want, like, five of them shaking ass for me, you know what I'm saying? In the market every day, you know what I'm saying? So if she's shaking ass for you, it's like a private show just for you. So you can want to throw more money at it because that means she don't want to shake more for you, you know what I'm saying? So you got to invest in you a bad shorty, you know what I'm saying? You can't keep consuming, giving them, giving the merchant the money so she so they can build up the bad shorty. You don't got no equity in her. You know what I'm saying? You need some equity and some bad shorties. You know what I'm saying? And that made it more relative to a lot of people on the timelines. Like, damn, you know, put it like then when you put it like that, let me go ahead and give me a bad shorty. I got I need me some gains too. You know what I'm saying? And that just went hand in hand with 31 days of investing. And February 1st, we we're gonna change the ticket to invest all year. You know what I'm saying? So it's like kind of ease them into it just like with the stack season you only do one stack season which is 91 days so it's like damn i grew so much let me let me run it back you know what i'm saying so we did 31 investing 31 days of investing two times but it's like now we didn't ease your way into it it's like damn it's invest all year now you're the same the gains you see what it's doing for you so it's like yeah this is real beneficial let me just keep doing it and i'll be breaking things down for people because i know invest all year niggas when it did that shit Niggas when they did it, Deanna, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no. But that 31 days of invest, it's only 31 days, you know what I'm saying? And you start to see them gains. Like, it's a lot of people that have made 50% on their money, 60% on their money in a month, bro. You know what I'm saying? Without following no tickers, you know what I'm saying? They just doing whatever they got to do and doing their due diligence, you know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't give out no tickets, bro. You know what I'm saying? And people started posting their 50%. I posted my 50% with uh, crypto because I put seven bands in it. It went to 10, I took out like three, you know what I'm saying? Went back to seven, but then it went to 14, bro. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, damn, this shit is really on a run, you know what I'm saying? I'm up 50% in a month, and I still took profits early. Crazy. Dude, like, that's crazy to me, bro, you know what I'm saying? Like, I was making somebody minimum wage back home in the hood off crypto with they weed money, bro. You know what I'm saying? It's like, damn, bro, you can't keep. Shopping with Shaw, you know what I'm saying? Spending $35 a day when you could have been putting this into something else, bro. Like, it's always going, this weed always going to be here. This consumerism always going to be here. This investing always going to be here. But these plays don't get keep getting missed, you know what I'm saying? You don't miss out on plays. There's always going to be another play, but you're going to get tired of missing plays, you know what I'm saying? And then you're going to start foaming when they're chasing that shit. And I don't want you chasing it. Hey, that's once real. you start to see it and get into it, yeah, you're gonna start chasing. Now, I used to chase Tesla, like I chase Tesla, get out Tesla, get back in Tesla. Now I'm in Tesla, but I'm holding Tesla, you know what I'm saying? Because mm. I realized, like, damn, if I would just held, I would be up 100% right now from August, you know what I'm saying? Yep, versus 50%. Tesla been going stupid. Shout out to Elon, richest man in the world right now. Says <laughs> that, tell you that, no, that's real though, like you. Just, but like you said, when you after you miss out on some plays for so long, 
you will get to the point, you will get fed up to a point where you be like, you know what? Let me get into this shit, man. I'm tired of missing out on plays. Mo, everybody making bread but me. Everybody portfolios lit but mine. Let me start, stop playing games. Especially people with disposable income and idle time, man. All you got to do is allocate an hour a day to reading up on whatever you need to read up on, whether it's investing, whether it's your charts, whether it's not even just investing overall. It could be you learning a new skill, bro. You're like, read up on it, bro. You know what I'm saying? My hypernova homies were selling pools, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because uh, the way COVID was going, like, you got to pivot, you know what I'm saying? And, and if you can't pivot, you're not a true hustler, but everybody got to have some type of hustle. I don't know, because this is America. Like, if you ain't got nothing in you, won't, you won't be subjected to your employer, you know what I'm saying? Even if your employer is good, like, he paying you. It don't matter. Like, you're going to be in a cycle, and I don't want you in a, in a non-beneficial cycle. We only want beneficial cycles around here, you know what I'm saying? So we're going to break these bad cycles and focus on good ones, you know what I'm saying? And that'll be your day-to-day process. It was like, damn, we end up and doing it again. And I don't sell no work, you know what I'm saying? I'm in the stock market just, damn, I swung trade. This took my gains and put it in another one. I ain't take the profit out the bank because, I mean, I ain't take the profit out the account because I don't want to deal with the capital gains, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, okay. I'm learning this process, you know what I'm saying? This is what the white people been doing. Okay, okay. We nice. can't do it We literally build in wealth, you know what I'm saying? And we have to build wealth because it's like the average person does not know what credit is. investor, bro. Like Hell outside no. of Twitter, like if it's not somebody I met on Twitter, bro, I would have never known an accredited investor. But I know people with money. They just not accredited investors. So it's like that's one big wall that we actually have in the startup industry because if you're not an accredited investor, like, damn, bro, you can't even get in on this job. You know what I'm saying? But you can get in on the market, you know what I'm saying? You just can't get in on a startup. So it's like, damn, I got to start building this up and at least try to build my network up to at least the point I know at credit and investors. So it's like, I can at least give him that play. You yeah, right, me? right. No, that's real. Keep, you know, keep going, bro. Right, my bad cutting you off. Oh, no, no, you good. You good. It's, uh, I had lost my train of thought with it, but it's just like, that's one of the things that one of my homies was talking about to me because he used to be in a startup industry, you know what I'm saying? And he realized, like, damn, bro, like, it's really hard to uh, actually raise capital because we are black and we don't know when credit investors and we don't have people in our family that they just throw us $250,000, you know what I'm saying? To the point that, like, I raised $250,000 with my family because the people that you want to invest in you too, like, outside of your family, they go ask you, like, how much money have you raised yourself between you and your family? And that's literally going to be, like, $0, bro. It might be three bands with just yourself, you know what I'm saying? Three to five bands, you know what I'm saying? But your family's not going to give you more money because, first of all, they're not accredited investors and they are supposed to legally invest in your startup, you know what I'm saying? Without that little crowdfunding uh, loophole that we actually do have going on with Obama, I heard it's increased or whatever. But I'm just talking about strictly from an uh, accredited investor standpoint, you know what I'm saying? We don't know those type of people, you feel me? And that actually made this person that uh, he tried to get to invest in him, tell him the truth, like, damn, bro, if y'all was white, I would give you the money, bro. Like, mm. that was one of the realest things he kind of told me, and it, and it, it kind of hurt my soul, but it was like, damn, that's real, bro, like, at the end of the day, and in the, in the tech industry, like, if you not already got your buzz, you know what I'm saying, to the point that they can't deny you, it's hard to be a black tech startup, you know what I'm saying? Facts. So, like, Right. I just want to kind of bridge that gap more and just keep increasing income because it's to the point of like, damn, if, if, if I know at least one accredited investor inside my network, outside of Twitter, you know what I'm saying? 
I can at least throw him startup plays. You know what I'm saying? Because I haven't been in on a startup because I'm not an accredited investor. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that's one of the main that's one of the main goals for me actually this year is to become one. You know what I'm saying? Because I make I make the bread. It's just about me going through the process of actually getting right. it done. You know right. So yeah. I'm gonna start looking into that more. You, oh, you, def- you definitely gonna get there, and you definitely bridging that gap. Like I like I was saying in the beginning, you bridging that gap for a lot of people that got the funds, on, and, and they just something. This something they just may have never thought about investing in the stock market. It's a lot of people that's getting into it within this past in, in, in 2020, 2021, 2019, A lot of people getting into it, and, and, and not to toot our own horns or anything like that. But a lot of it got to do with people like us that's out here. You know what I'm saying? Preaching this message, giving this message. But people getting involved to this and they making passive income money now. Where it's like, oh shit, I ain't even know this. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, this was what the what the white people been doing for for a long ass time. We it's just something that we never. A lot of us, not all of this, a lot of us that didn't know, but a lot of us we just never knew something that we never thought about. Or we if we did hear it, it was something like, man, that ain't for us. We can't do that shit. It ain't for us, man. No, right? Like that. Like I want to touch on that for real. Like at the end of the day, they think it's like you think it's not for us. Like. If you see somebody making money like like JT and uh, all these other people in the market, you know he's not even 21 years old. This man can't even get a hotel. But you just put 100 bands into your M1. Like, shout out to my boy because he's from my state. You know what I'm saying? Like, bro, not even 21. Right. Put 100 bands into this M1. You know what I'm saying? But he's been investing since he was 14 years old, bro. Like, bro, he 14. Bro, when I was 14, I was in the streets. You feel me? I don't think about no investing, but that's bridging the gap now because it's like, Bro, you were 14 investing. When you talk about your life story, my guy, somebody else that's 14 is going to hear that shit like, bro, he did this at 14. I could do it too, bro. I ain't stupid. I'm smart. Like, what the fuck? I can do this too, bro. You know what I'm saying? And you could just play around with your with your grandma's birthday money that she gave you, whether it's $100, whether it's $20, you know what I'm saying? You can play around with that shit, you know what I'm saying? And while you're playing around, you can learn the actual skills and the tools that you need to grow your money. You know what I'm saying? So that's just mm. like that bridging the gap is really heavy for me because it's like, bro, you're not even 21, you know what I'm saying? And it's like Facts. you are a you are the brick boy of the you are a brick boy in the stock market and you black, you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of the day, the average person can't find nobody with no brick, you know what I'm saying? So it's like when yep. you see somebody making money like that with the stock market, you kind of treat them like a brick boy. Like you literally are not a commodity or nothing like that, but you are kind of like a star. Like, cause you are rare. Like, it's rare to see a prominent black day trader, options trader, swing trader, or investor in general. Like I said, bro, I didn't know no investor. I didn't meet my first investor. I met was busy. Like, I'm gonna keep it a band, bro. Like, nobody in my social network, nobody in my real life network was an investor, bro. Like, that shit just it blew my mind to the point. It's like more and more, like I'm starting to to leverage my network and take it more seriously and get into these more lanes that I should have been in, you know what I'm saying? Like, me mm-hmm. should have been in, you feel me? Right. Not the bash homie, you know right. what I'm saying? But you definitely should have been into this way more because you had the network around you, bro. You just didn't take the execution of realizing, like, damn, bro, I can't keep spending my earned income. I need to start flipping this bread, you know what I'm saying? Because, like, people try to talk about it like, like he already been doing it by the way, but the way he talked about Tesla and Bitcoin, I knew that he was new to it. It's like you just knew yeah, you just like you trying you to see tell. these games. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you see these games like, why the fuck we ain't been in this shit, bro? Like that's literally my reaction to it right now, bro. Like after me getting gains on social capital stocks and all these other all these other stocks I'm into, it's like, 
damn, bro, why don't you been doing this shit? And that's literally the reaction he gave off. So he was like, bro, you been up M's and you got the real life resources, you feel me? It's not just no Twitter resources, you feel me? Like, it's the, right. the end of the day. Real life. Most of us don't know. No, yeah, yeah, you got real life resources on people that you can pull up on and be like, bro, how can I invest? You know what I'm saying? Most people on Twitter, they got to DM somebody if they want to really get that one-on-one, that one-on-one experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, and at the end of the day, that person might not even DM them back. But you are Meek Mill, my nigga. You've been around T.I. before you went to prison in 2007, 2008. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you've been around these people since you was 19 years old. You're 33 now almost. You feel me? Like, you definitely could have gotten into an investment long ago. You know what I'm saying? And that's not down. That's not the down to homie. But it's just like, damn, bro, you definitely could have did this, bro. And you bullshit it. You know what I'm saying? And your bullshit is way higher because you had the real life resources for that shit, bro. And the capital. So it's like, you could have been doing both. You could have been enjoying your life. You could have had dinner with Jay-Z and invested, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, literally, you could have did both, my guy. You know ho, my nigga. You know ho has investments, and most of his bread is from investments, not, not rapping. You know what I'm saying? So why are you not talking to ho about that shit? That's real. Like, <laughs> shit, like you, you did not leverage your network properly, my guy. You leverage your network to advance your music career, but not your investing career. That's real. And you know that investing career going most people, it's going to outlast that music career. You got people where it's like, you know, exactly. you got the whole Beyonce's where they good for life just off music. Not even speaking on what they're doing outside of that, but that ain't 99% of artists, their music career ain't going to ain't gonna be able to touch their investing career if they really invest in Hell yeah, so that shit, you, hey, you talking some real shit. And that's why, I, like, that's why nowadays I be saying, like, for the people that listen to Men in that mindset, or anything like men in that mindset, or they following people that's giving out game. Man, I, I hate to say it. If you is giving yourself this excuse, I hate to say it, but you ain't got one because you know now. And you know the old saying how that shit go. Once you know better, you should do better. Not to mm-hmm. my own horn. Mm-hmm. But it's like, bro, if you go back to the first episode, after you play this episode, y'all, you know what I'm saying? Go back to the first episode. Of me coming on here in 2019, bro. It's 2021 now. You know what I'm saying? It ain't even been two years. It's just been a year and a half. You know what I'm saying? And I'm mentally grown a lot, bro. Like you keep seeing that I'm transitioning to more beneficial things. You know what I'm saying? Things that actually matter, things that I wealth building, my mind, my body, and my pockets, especially. You know, I love my pockets. I'm a Capricorn. I'm gonna always get this. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Am I gonna keep increasing this bread? You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna increase my position that I wanna be in life. You know what I'm saying? I'm, I, I'm gonna keep going hard. You know what I'm saying? And if y'all bless me with a part four, it's gonna be even more crazy. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm, I'm, I got the foot on the gas for real. You know what I'm saying? Like the back is against the wall, even if it's like not on a monetary level, like mentally, my back is against the wall. I'm gonna keep performing. I gotta perform, man. I'm like one of them basketball players in the clutch, bro. I'm gonna keep doing what I got to do to win. You know what I'm saying? Hey. <laughs> if somebody else ain't going to do it, I'm going to do it. Like, gonna do fuck it. it, I'll do it. Hey, that's, and you know, you know, Parpo, that's, that's, that's mandatory. That's, we definitely, like, yeah, like, because your story, I, 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 I'm, I'm so appreciative that you come on and even rock with us because I, I love your story. And I know so many people that it, it resonates with when they hear it, it's like, damn. I ain't know. I heard Joseph, I heard this episode with Hugo. I, I can't tell you how many people I talk to and they tell me they're like, man, I heard your episode with Hugo and so and so did. I started doing this. And it's like, 
damn. And, it, and like I said in the beginning, it reaches a certain demographic, it reaches a certain person, a person that might not, this is something that was never crossed in their mind before. You know what I'm saying? They've been getting it a different way. And they hear something like this, and it's like, damn, I started doing this. I'm starting doing this now. So like I said, we gonna, hey, we gonna, we gonna keep bringing you back. Only we, people gonna, just, I can only imagine where you gonna be 10 years from now. You know what I'm saying? Shit, five years from now. So we, 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 man, we get, cause the, in the gyms, the gyms don't never get old. This timeless, this timeless information, this timeless conversation. So it ain't gonna never, it ain't gonna never get old. People, this ain't something that's gonna ever, like people can get, get used to. They got, they love to keep hearing this conversation we be having, man. And this really is timeless, man. It's like this information has actually already been in the world. It's just nobody was really giving my type of perspective on it. You feel me? Right. Like from a real, Screen nigga perspective, you know what I'm saying? Like to the point that like anybody can listen to it. Whether you got a whether you got a blue collar job, whether you in the streets, or whether you ain't in the streets, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially if you just in the hood, it's like, damn, bro, this shit is way relatable to me. And it's like, even if it's not relatable to that person specifically, they know somebody it's relatable to, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So it's like they try to like bring them gems to them, you feel me? Because it's like Bruh, bruh, just like you, bruh. He was just like you, bruh. You can be just like him, you know what I'm saying? If not better, because he open about his mistakes, you feel me? And that's why I'm open about my mistakes because I don't want people to repeat history, bro. What's the point of having history if we fucking keep repeating it, you feel me? Like, at the end of the day, I'm always for people having, they say y'all, y'all got time, you know what I'm saying? You got room to make mistakes. Yeah, you got all that, but bro, you ain't got room to be stupid, you know what I'm saying? You can't be young, stupid, and broke, bro. You got to pick a struggle. <laughs> you pick the, just a young struggle, you feel me? Hey. It's like, damn, bro, like, making these mistakes while you young, you feel me? Like, and you keep doing it and keep doing it. You're like, bro, you just holding yourself back, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's cool to goddamn have a bag at 30, but I'd rather you have a bag at 22, 23 if I can help it. Straight like, up. If I can help it, I'm going to help you get your bag at 22, 23. Fuck being 30, fuck being 40, all that shit, bro. I'm not trying to see you be just finally hit your 100 bands at 30, 35, you know what I'm saying? If I can help you hit that shit at 21, I'm telling you, stop bullshit, you know what I'm saying? And just yeah. execute more. Like, okay, it's okay to enjoy life, my nigga, but at the end of the day, bro, building this platform and building this foundation, like, you can't build a house on shaky foundation because at the end of the day, that big bad wolf of life come through, blow your house down, bro. Foundation ain't even gonna hold, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like you literally on shaky foundation. Any type of earthquake come through, like you out, you down and out. You know what I'm saying? You got all these marginal enjoyments built on this little house of lies. You know what I'm saying? And that should come crumbling down, and then you gotta goddamn rebuild it up. And either you're gonna rebuild the house on shitty foundation again, or you're gonna work on your foundation. You know what I'm saying? You gotta have some core values. You know what I'm saying? And at the end of the day, if it ain't making you no money, bro, it ain't really making me no sense right now. Because you ain't got no assets, bro. That's a real right Like, thing. assets matter. Assets over everything right now, man. Like, like, I'm not really one to advocate. Like, I'm, like, I know some people try to say just increase income. But no, you can't just increase income if you got bad habits. Because once you increase your income, the bad habits are going to exponentify exponentially. You feel me? Like, It'll be it'll increase a thousand percent if you just increase your income a thousand percent, bro. Because once that money come in, it's like, damn, I'm gonna have to make some more tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? And then tomorrow come, what if you don't make no money though? So it's like, damn, bro. Now you just increase your lifestyle. Now you now you mentally addicted to that lifestyle. So it's like now you chasing the money. You know now you saying? stuck and just chasing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And it's like you're stuck and you chasing gains. And it's like you're not thinking with a clear mind now because it's like all you're thinking about is trying to find your lifestyle. 
and that's not really good in my honest opinion. You know what I'm saying? That's why I think about worrying about just your mandatory expenses, all this other shit gonna come. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, they always make it something new. So you ain't gotta worry about it. Like, bro, it's tax season, bro. I could have I could have kept it to myself and lied and all that nonsense and waited till February 14th. But Gucci came, Gucci came out with a collab with North Face, you know what I'm saying? And they got some crazy socks I wanted, you know what I'm saying? But I know it's stag season and I know that I can't get my money to no Italian white man. For uh, I can't get my earned income to no Italian white man, and I ain't tried to flip it. You know what I'm saying? And I'm trying to hit three hundred thousand in the market, but I'm about to go spend three, four hundred dollars on some socks because they got them. They sold out first of all. You know what I'm saying? At two hundred, and then somebody else got them. You know what I'm saying? So it's like multiple people got them, and they reselling them. Like I'd rather pay resale down the line if the socks still in stock, if the socks are still in stock, like after February and stuff like that. And I made my goal. You know what I'm saying? Of hitting what I want to hit for February. Okay, I'll cop the stocks. But right now, them stocks ain't about to give me no goddamn money. You know what I'm saying? It's always going to be something new that I want. You feel me? I probably already found something new that I wanted past them goddamn stocks. You feel me? So at the end of the day, it might not be Gucci socks for you to whoever's listening to this, but it might be some joy. You know what I'm saying? If you ain't buying them joints to flip, I don't buy them joints right now. I had to tell my own homie, Aaron, you know what I'm saying? I love my homie to death. Like, goddamn, he posted some shoes on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? He was like, man, he's hard. I might get them. I'm like, no, nah, bro, it's stack season. You know what I'm saying? I could have texted it to him, but no, nah, bro, it's stack season, bro. Fuck them shoes, bro. Put that money into your brokerage account, my nigga, or put that money into your gambling account and try to turn a dollar into two before you give it to that white man, bro. You know what I'm saying? Because he's not going to look out for you at the end of the day when you're down bad and out. If you become down bad and out to anybody that's listening, you know what I'm saying? You can't go to Target for no thousand dollar loan just because you spent 10 bands with Target. You know what I'm saying? Hell no. Nah. Your credit card, you can goddamn go spend some more money. Spend with some Target, more money. But then I go, yeah, but they're not going to give you no loan and shake back, my guy. You know what I'm saying? But that investment account that you put that band in, with that 10 bands in over time, like that's always gonna be yours, my guy. You know what I'm saying? And you will come back with more than you had before. So, hey, you hey, ain't lying. You ain't lying. You worried about more investing than for, consumerism, like, like fucking consumerism. For, 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 hey, that's fact. And like you said, you don't wanna be uh, young, stupid, and broke. Cause that's it, real. Like yeah, a lot of times, I know a lot of young people think, you know, they got to wait till they 30, 35, 40. In this day and age, I'm going to keep it real with you. You don't. Like, I could have, I'm going to keep it. Gee, I'm 27, but I could have been up a long time ago if I just knew what I knew now. If I had the information and actually applied it, actually applied the information, because some stuff I knew, I just didn't apply it. But if I applied this when I was, I could have been up a long time ago. So you don't, for the young young people that's listening, that maybe eight, 18, 19, 20, 21, even 22, just because you're young, you don't have to be broke. Like those two things don't have to go together. You can run it up now. And somebody like JT is a perfect example, being not even 21 years old and ran it up crazy. You don't have to be, just because you're young, you don't have to be broke. I'm going to say it again. I'm glad you touched on that. So the young people that's listening that can, can, can get that excuse out their head, thinking, okay, I'm only 21. You know, I, it's cool that I ain't got money. Nah, you, you can trust me, dog. You can get it now. The information is out here. And as long as you got the information, you can do it. Yeah, yeah. It's out here for you to for you to flip your bread. Like it's literally wealth of information on the Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like that culture has shifted so much on Twitter, like to the point of like, yeah, people come for the jokes, but bruh, like I follow like four thousand people, you know what I'm saying? So it's like I got a lot of jokes on my time, but it's way more beneficial talk and investing than I see the jokes, you feel me? Like, even the people that used to joke crazy 2012 Twitter is talking about investing now, you know what I'm saying? Because that's all it is, that's their main focus right now. And when something consumes you, whether it's beneficial or artificial, 
You know what I'm saying? That's going to be one of your main topics. You know what I'm saying? Like, I barely even talk about weed anymore. You know what I'm saying? I wake up, I'm posting stock tickers. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm posting not really not really tickers to get into. I'm just posting general information on possible holdings that I already have. You feel me? Like, I got, a, I got a Medicare stock. I don't really want to say the name, but most people know. And I found out that the person that merged with that company, you know what I'm saying, was the owner of the Warriors. Like, I didn't even know he was the owner of the Warriors until I did due diligence on the person himself, you know what I'm saying? I did the due diligence on the companies, you know what I'm saying? But I started to look more into the, the company owner, the CEO and stuff like that. I'm really like, damn, bro, you already own your shit. You really own your shit, you know what I'm saying? You own the Warriors. Let me keep looking more into you. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, if you own the Warriors and you own this and you own that, you know what I'm saying? You're not no dumb motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? And you do mergers for a living. You know what I'm saying? You boost people up. I boost people up. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he's like a conduit. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. you can definitely be the Gandhi in your field, but people don't even know. Well, not Gandhi. No, 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 no. We're not going to use Gandhi. Let me. You're a type of prophet. You know what I'm saying? Like you're real good at whatever you do, but don't nobody really know who you is. But then, goddamn, they find out I'm your nigga. I mean, they find out you my nigga, you know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, okay, okay. Goddamn, let me see what you do, you know what I'm saying? And that really boosts you up, you know what I'm saying? Because to the point, it's like, you reach a whole demographic. Like like my nigga Rico with the uh, with the, uh, with the the diet stick, you know what I'm saying? Electrify your diet. People really weren't trying to change their diet until I came through, like, on, I'm on my gym shit, I'm cleansing, um, doing this and that. And Rico taught me, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, Damn, it kind of boosted my homie, you know what I'm saying? Realizing that I got a whole platform as a conduit to the point that I reach a certain demographic that will change their life if I'm actually doing it myself, you know what I'm saying? Right. So I try to set that example. I lead by example all the time, and I'm transparent with it, and I won't lie about my faults, you know what I'm saying? To the point that it's like, damn, I be fucking up too, you know what I'm saying? I fuck up too, y'all. Don't think I don't be fucking up. I be fucking up. And my bigger homies are telling me that shit, you know what I'm saying? And they keep it a band with me, you feel me? And mm-hmm. I love that shit because it's like most people just got yes man around them, especially if you the breadwinner of your network or you one of the breadwinners of your network. Ain't nobody going to go against you, my guy. You know what I'm saying? Nine times out of ten, especially if they under you, you know what I'm saying? They're not going to go against you because you kind of kind of feed them, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, damn, you can't have no yes man around you. You can't. Yes. keep faltering you can't keep making excuses especially with stagnancy i feel like there's three stages of stagnancy you know what i'm saying first is ignoring the fact that you be fucking up you know what i'm saying and then got them acknowledging you fuck up but you keep ignoring it then the third stage is acknowledging it but then you rationalize why you fuck up you know what i'm saying and that rationalization is one of the last steps people get stuck in you know what i'm saying they keep rationalizing especially day by day because it's like Damn, it's just ten dollars. It's just twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying? But you swiping, you swiping away your wealth building tool right there. You know what I'm saying? One of your wealth building tools, which is your earned income. You know what I'm saying? And your idle time because you gotta enjoy. You you gotta enjoy your marginal experience, whichever you spent your money on. In your idle time, you can't enjoy that work. You know what I'm saying? Especially your gas. You can't smoke no weed at work, my guy. So it's like, okay, okay. So it's like I can't wait to get home. Got them to spend this bread with the plug and then go home. Buy some food, you know what I'm saying? Sit down, relax, watch the TV, you know what I'm saying? I didn't end my day because I did my eight hours at work, you know what I'm saying? Not realizing that, damn, you change your life in your spare time, especially even if you just want a good job, you know what I'm saying? You build yourself up in your spare time 
to get them be more valuable to that job or another job. Like I said, I think I said this on the first episode, but I said to the point that you can just leave that job and say, fuck y'all, I'm out, you know what I'm saying? And go give me a better job with better pay because I worked on my stuff in my spare time, you know what I'm saying? And I made myself more valuable to another company. You feel me? Because you can't really just do that at the company. Like at the end of the day, they're not gonna promote you, especially if we black, bro, you know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's in your job description. It's to do your fucking job, you feel me? Yep. And they probably making you do more than you this in your job description. So it's like, okay, okay, damn, fuck y'all. But at the end of the day, I'm gonna go ahead and build myself up, you know what I'm saying? In my spare time, whether it's going to school, they might even pay for it, you know what I'm saying? Depending on how good your job is. So at the end of the day, you gotta take advantages of all your perks in life, you know what I'm saying? Like, we got smartphones now, my guy, you know what I'm saying? We got Google, we got all this shit. Like, these wealth-building tools are more readily available to us, and I'm just trying to make people realize that, especially my demographic. Hey, 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 man, hey, you was just talking some, you was just talking some shit, man. We been, I ain't, like I told you, time for our when you, when you talking that shit and you enjoyed this, epi- this episode, like uh, an hour and a half, no, I ain't pee. I just looked at the time, I'm like, damn, we been going for a minute. But you talk, I love, I love, I love that you said you changed your life in your uh, spare time. Like, that's some, that's some, that's some real shit. Whenever, like you said, you said, like you said in the beginning, everybody got idle time. Everybody got down time. And that's the time period where you're going to make those life changes that you want to see that's really affecting your life. So, man, you said it, you, you said it perfectly, man. And we, I'm a, uh, yeah, I'm a, uh, I'm a pretty much, um, wrap it up with that. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to, uh, give away, give away too much. Like I said, cause we're going to do this again. We definitely going to have you back. For, <laughs> we're going to have you back for part four. <laughs> we're going to have you, you back for part you go, four. We're going to have you on two a year for now on. <laughs> <laughs> you're going to put you on rotation too, please. <laughs> hey, cause you're going to be like a recurring star here. Right. For real. For real. <laughs> you be talking that stuff that people need, man. But, um, like before, before we let you go, man. Like, plug in all your stuff with, like, for the people that may not be following you or may not know, like, where you at, where they can reach you. Like, just plug in all your stuff. Uh, my Twitter is logical underscore l. Uh, I have another Twitter, which is uh, Baby Grow Gang. That's my Discord uh, Twitter. You know what I'm saying you can learn about investing. You can learn about crypto in there. You can learn about cultivating cannabis legally if it's legal in your state, and Pretty much how to boss your own life up, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, everybody teaches you how to make money, but I'm gonna teach you how to retain it if you follow mm-hmm. my Twitter. You only gotta be in the Discord, you could just follow my Twitter. I'm gonna teach you how to retain your money. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what matters, my guy. Like, it don't matter what you make, you know what I'm saying? It's about what you keep. You feel me? And if you make 200 bands a year, but you can't even keep half of that within three years' time, you know what I'm saying? Hey, we're gonna get you right, bro. We're gonna get you right. Come fuck with me on Twitter. Uh, y'all, y'all, y'all heard the man, and he ain't lying. He he always talking that talk every day, all day on Twitter, pretty much. So y'all definitely go follow him and tap in with everything he's doing, man. And uh, once again, bro, before we wrap up, you already know how much DNI appreciate you, man, for coming on. You always, every time you come on, it's a classic. So I'm sure this will be another one, man. And we really appreciative of it. And uh, before we wrap up, for those who don't know, y'all can find me. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, everywhere at uh, Xavier. C. Miller, and you can follow the Millionaire Mindsets podcast and uh, M. Mindsets uh, pod on Twitter and, and MillionaireMindsets.pod on Instagram. And D, what's your info? And you can follow me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, and you can follow me on Twitter at Deanna S. Kent. And be sure to follow Park Hill Capital on Instagram, and that's all. And that's all we got for y'all, man. We appreciate y'all for tuning into another episode of, another, of the Millionaire Mindsets podcast. 
See you guys next episode. Peace. Appreciate y'all. Definitely. Up Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars. If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama. Only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid. Elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, I'm gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant. I study millionaires because I was born a visionary. Still believe in limitations, why you acting scary? You can't distract me from the paper, I've been chasing greatness I'm stacking now and balling later, in the conversation We strategizing, monetizing, piling up investments And sacrificing temporary sh- for bigger blessings Yeah, a tapped in boss mind state I multiply my grind rate and I match the way I vibrate Gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars If you ain't gonna do it for yourself, then do it for your mama Only stay surrounded by them people, if you know they solid Elevate your hustle up today to double up your Profit. Trying to learn some game, Xavier, I'm gonna talk about it. No, Deanna, speak that shit that everybody vouching. Ain't no more excuses valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.